Are you ready to unleash your full potential and become unstoppable in your success and leadership? Welcome to the Unleashed and Unstoppable podcast, where we provide powerful insights and strategies for coaches, corporate leaders, and entrepreneurs. I'm Alexanne Carter. And I'm Carol Register, and we're certified master neuro coaches who are passionate about helping you overcome your limiting beliefs and optimize your performance. Each week, we'll be sharing actionable tips and strategies using neuroscience, from interviews with industry experts to solo episodes to help you lead a life of power, purpose, and possibility on your own terms. Join our community of like-minded individuals. Hit subscribe now and let's be unleashed and unstoppable together. Hey there, I want to jump in and tell you that we have got this amazing three-part series for you with Dr. Judith Rich. We invited her on in honor of our one-year podcasting celebration. So you're going to see these episodes on May 25th, on June 1st, and on June 8th. And we are so glad you're here. So I, I read a daily treatise from The Course of Love, and this is deep spiritual, juicy. Oh, this is really good stuff. It really, you know, it just connects me on so many levels, teachings yeah. um, that's channeled work like the, like the Course in Miracles uh, yeah. is. So I read that. And then some other read, uh, right now I'm reading um, uh, Rabbi Zelman Schachter Shalomi's book called From Aging to Saging. And I am developing a course, which I'm going to be launching shortly after this podcast aired. Oh, yay. yay! Yes, I've, I've developed an. I am developing a new course. <laughs> Can I talk about it? Of yeah, course. Yeah, yeah. We're okay. here to spotlight you. Okay, good. Well, it will be uh, by the time this podcast airs, will be just about the time I will have started promoting it. It's going to launch. The first session on uh, July 12, and it's called Elder School. Wow. Elder oh. School. It's wow. a school for elders. Wow. And, and it's called Elder School, Finding Meaning and Purpose in the Third Act of Your Life. Mm, and I, I really this. see that this is mine to teach now. This yeah. has been, this has been really percolating. I have been pregnant with this work. It, it is now. Yeah. I mean, that's how creativity works. We become <laughs> pregnant with the creative potential and we, and we hold it and we nurture it and we allow it to grow. And this has been growing in me without me being able to really say what it is. Mm -hmm. It's just a sense of an energy that I'm holding something and I'm, mm -hmm. something is building in me. And then bam, it just, it was like, I gave wow birth to this, like it exploded out of me. Wow. And, um, and so it's, it will be eight Wednesday evenings, eight consecutive Wednesday evenings, beginning July 12th, it will be 90 minute online classes for people. Now, here's an interesting distinction. Exactly what is an elder? Mm. What yeah. is an elder? And I make the distinction elderly versus elder. Mm, so I we like can that. come, you can come to your eighties, you can come to your seventies, you can come to your sixties and be elderly. 
Yeah. To be elderly is someone who hasn't done their work. Someone who has kind of given up. Someone who has allowed themselves to, who's probably been disconnected. We think in terms of frailty. We think in terms of diminishment. Someone who's elderly is diminished. And I'm talking about eldering. (laughs) I'm talking about the beingness of elder. Now, and that can be someone as young as as you, Alex. You're you're what, in your 40s or? 30s. 30s. Late 30s, 30s, yeah. Late 30s, okay. Uh, One could have, so, you know, ideally, one would begin to do their eldering work when they're much younger, long before you get to be an elder. You want to be, I I love the question that we started out with about the letter from the 85-year-old, because that's really projecting yourself out there and connecting with that energetic presence that is for sure there. Mm -hmm. And so the best way to prepare to be an empowered elder, because that's what this course is going to be about, being an empowered elder, uh, you know, a bold elder, if you will. Yes. <laughs> is to begin long before you get there. Yeah. You know, ideally, Carol, 60 is a beautiful age to begin doing that kind of work. Mm-hmm. Even 55, you know, uh, AARP lets people <laughs> at 55. But we yeah. we need to redefine what it is to be an elder We need to redefine what is the role, who do elders get to be as the entire population is aging. We have people living longer years, you know, uh, the average lifespan by 2050, the average life, average lifespan for a female will be 92. Average. Many people will be older than that. There'll be many centarians. Yeah. And the average lifespan for a male is projected to be 86. So the elder mm-hmm. population is growing. The younger population is shrinking. We're mm-hmm. having fewer children. So the whole yeah. w- the whole population is shifting yeah. to to uh an, an older population. So there are resources there that mm-hmm. we need. We need to have people. Yeah get to their elder years and be vital and be present and be connected and be alive and be passionate and creative and curious and all the things that empowered elderly uh, eldering implies. So I, I see that that's mine to teach and I'm getting ready to teach it. And I'm so excited. That's such a gift, Judith, just an absolute gift. Cause it's almost like, as you said, it's the third stage, you know? Yes. It's like when I think of you, Judith, I know that I think I've heard you share before, like for you, life is just beginning. Yeah. In your eighties, right? Life is really just beginning. And so it's an opportunity for everyone to embody what you are standing for that life is just getting, just getting started for you. There's so much more out there. Yeah. A whole new, you know, I, I used to think of myself like Carol, when I was your age or when I was in my seventies, I thought of myself as a baby elder. Mm. just a toddler elder, if you will. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> now that I'm in my eighties, when on my 80th birthday, when I turned 80, I really saw I'm, I'm standing in a portal and beyond that portal is my eighties and beyond. Mm-hmm. 
Mm. And it's all new territory. I've never been there before. I don't know what it is. I'm curious. It's going to be an adventure. I'm going, here I go. What? Who do I get to be in this new land, in this new territory called elderhood? Mm. Elderhood. So, you know, it's what I've done all my life is to yeah. teach what I am currently learning. So I'm I'm going to be in elder school along with everyone else. And, and the name I kind of struggled with what to call it you know it's really about I becoming. love it <laughs> do you oh good yeah. oh yeah I, I, I thought about calling it becoming an empowered elder and it really is about all of that but I thought you know what I started are you ready for this I began as a kindergarten teacher wow my first teaching assignment was teaching kindergarten wow now at the other end of the road. Yeah. It's teaching elderhood. Yeah. Yeah. Empowering wow. elders. And so there's I, maybe a lot of quarter correlations between teaching kindergartners when I think about in an yes. empowered sense, yes. simplicity, clarity, being childlike in an empowered sense, letting setting the ego aside. Yes. So there's a lot of, yes. uh, you know, positive <laughs> cross, cross teaching there. Yeah, that's a really good point because it is a, it is a kind of return to the awe and the wonder, mm -hmm. you know, you think about a child like Abby, Abby is still discovering the world. Mm -hmm. you're, you're, Alex is two and a half year old daughter. She, yeah. Everything is still very new to a two and a half year old. Yeah. So yeah. everything is filled with awe and wonder. And when you, when one becomes an elder and we're entering that new territory of elderhood, it's all over again. Yeah. It's, a, it's the awe and the wonder of the newness and discovering what is life like here on this territory? Yeah. So if I enter that territory with yeah. a sense of adventure and anticipation, awe and wonder, I'm going to be empowered to be connected and present and still, you know, um, you know, I think it's about leaving a legacy. I think it's about uh, mentoring the younger generations. I think it's about giving and contributing you know, wisdom. It's about sharing of wisdom. And so I think that's, that's the work that I'm being called to do. I love that. Judith, you just said something there that really landed with me. What you talked about there about the curiosity and the wonder and that sense of adventure that gets to be applicable at all stages of her life. It does. Right. As I enter this new stage of being a mom of two, right. Yes. I get to go in there with curiosity and wonder yeah. and sense of adventure, the surrender of it and, and this allowingness of what that gets yeah. to be created. And even, you know, I, I think of putting the hat on as the corporate leader, as you walk into the room to have a conversation, when you encounter somebody like our entrepreneur listeners, our coaches at any stage, at, at any moment, even when you're about to go have a conversation, you know, with your loved one, just by walking in with that from that, that place of being that curiosity piece with and it's, it's being detached from the agenda, right? It's really just being open to, and it comes back. I feel like this word curiosity is a really great word to really sum up a lot of what you shared today, Judith. Yeah. 
Yes. If we all just like everyone listening, if but at any stage of life and anything that you do, even as you're going from one room to the next, when you can walk into that place from that place of that being of curiosity and wonder and adventure and not know, I guess it is a place of not knowing, right? But that exactly. being okay with that, right? Yeah. Exactly. Of not knowing. Here's the truth. Yeah. This moment has never happened before. Yeah. I can't possibly know. Yeah. About this moment. And yeah. the next moment has not happened before ever. Yeah. This yeah. day of your life has never happened before. Yeah. You can wake up in the morning and see it as a brand new, clean, unused, mm. uh, unsoiled day. It's a pure day of possibility. Who do I get to be on this day? You know, mm. or I could wake up in the conversation of, oh my God, how am I going to get through this day? <laughs> I've got this and this and this I got to do. And, oh, I don't want to. And, you know, it's like, who are you going to bring to the day? Who are you going to bring to the moment? Yeah. You're going to bring the one that's filled with curiosity and wonder. That's who I want to be in the moment. Mm, yeah, That's who I really choose to be Yeah, in the moment. And so I don't always helpful. succeed. I mean, let, let me be yeah. very clear. Yeah. Let me be really straight with listeners. I fall off the horse just as much as anybody else. Yeah. And I, I, maybe I've just had a little bit more practice getting back on <laughs> yeah. and I can get back on maybe a little quicker. That's it. Yeah. And, you know, honestly, this is where we lean in too with the neuroscience where the brain resistance is going to happen because the way our brains operate, the way they're wired and they function. But when, as, as we do the work that you're encouraging us to do and that you do, we also literally change the structure and the function of our brains. And we can see this in the gratitude research because mm -hmm. we have millions of miles of neural networks. So we're all, we're talking about something called synaptic pruning, where you're removing an old limiting belief and you're replacing it with a success belief or a truth about you and who you are. And when that happens, um, there are millions of miles millions of miles of those neural networks. So, you know, you can, when you know that information could be like, what difference is the work that I'm doing making, but it, it's making a difference in literally how your brain operates, the structure and function of your brain. It's making a difference energetically in the world. And so everything you're saying just lights my heart on fire. <laughs> oh, good. That's a powerful vision or visual that you just shared, Carol, Thank about you. millions of miles of neuro networks. Wow. Yeah, that's yeah. that's powerful. The work is worth it. It is definitely worth it. Well, and that's what you're saying earlier, Judith, right? Like it, it yeah. do the work, right? And that's what's powerful yeah. when you we do look at like neurohacking. It is being able to help you have the tools to be able to neutralize and erase what is no longer serving you and really look at, yeah, what you have this life and embodying that yeah. curiosity and, and shifting, changing the story, right? You yeah. operate up until this point and you have the power to choose how you want to change the story, be in the moment and how you want to yeah, I guess that's, it's always the, it's the being, right. The being piece it's of the being of, of choosing that blank slate and 
looking at it from that place of curiosity. So Judith, I want to thank you so much for being here today. I mean, yeah, there, there's so much wisdom that you shared and just embodying the the, the process and yeah. acknowledging like it's, it isn't an overnight thing mm-hmm. as much as we sometimes want things to have been happened yesterday. And just as if we can, as we enter and look at things from a different perspective and a different angle, that's how we get to be neutral. That's how we get to be these really powerful, impactful leaders, because it is about standing from that place of curiosity and seeing what you can create and, and embody that right the way through your whole journey, yeah. your whole life. So thank That's you for right. driving that home. Oh, and yeah. Leaning uh, into the honesty and the brain, the brain resistance that comes up, like yeah. saying, you know, I, you, you get up with those days, you know, like we all do. So. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's called being human, right? Right. There's <laughs> nothing, there's nothing unhuman ab- about, you know, we still have our humanity when we're 80 and when, when we're in our eighties. In fact, it shows up in some really interesting and sometimes quirky ways as well. And that's all, you know, as Ram Das would say, who's another one of my reads I love, um, it's all grist for the mill. And to understand that everything that happens in life is grist for the mill. You throw it in the pot, you, you light the fire, you stir it, you know, you render it. It's mm. like Merlin the wizard. You know, who turned, you know, the myth of Merlin who turned lead into gold. That's the alchemical process that human beings, you might call that neurohacking, that human beings can metabolize their, um, their, their faults, you know, that we can take our weaknesses, we can take our least desirable qualities. Um, I did a a podcast just recently on learning to love the unlovable, which is taking those least lovable qualities and bringing, bringing them in, bringing them into the fire of your, of your love, of the inner furnace of your love Mm -hmm. and transforming those qualities from pesky, annoying things that irritate you and all of that with the, with love transforms everything. Mm. Love is the ultimate transforming agent. Mm. So. Wow. Most powerful force in the universe, right? Mm-hmm. That's right. That's wow. right. Thank you also for me, Judith. This has just been wonderful and enlightening and, um, much, much confirmation and affirmation as well, the compassion on ourselves as we go through this process and getting to look at things through a new lens, a new perspective. So, well, thank, thank you, you so much for having me. I, I love the work that you're doing. Uh, you know, the work that you're doing with women to really empower them in their lives and in their, you know, in their workplaces and in their families and all of that. We need all the female empowerment kind of uh, forces out there in the world, and it's happening. And I'm I, I'm actually very very encouraged. I think that we are just, if I may, um, we are in a moment in our collective history as as human beings on planet Earth. We are in a collective moment of massive global transformation. Mm-hmm. And it's a, it's a difficult, challenging, scary moment because it's the moment in transformation. Transformation is death and rebirth. That is, it's the caterpillar to the butterfly. Mm-hmm. And 
we we are in the cocoon of the caterpillar where the caterpillar is dissolving right mm -hmm. it dissolves into a gooey mass inside the cocoon and if you cut it open you would kill it we are mm -hmm. in the part of the transformation process collectively in the world where all the old systems are crumbling and breaking down and mm -hmm. they're not sustainable it's not sustainable how we live on the planet it's not sustainable how we treat women it's not sustainable how we treat minorities and you know all yeah. of the uh you know people that are deemed you know immigrants or trans mm -hmm. or lbgtpq and you know all the yeah. i almost went to chat gpt um <laughs> It's not yeah. sustainable. All of that, yeah. yeah, it is in the process of being transformed. And yeah. while we were, while we are currently in that moment where it's breaking down and it's scary yeah. because it looks like the whole we're going to lose the whole thing. We have to lose it in order to rebuild yeah. it and gain yeah. it. So we are the ones who are here now, and we are the ones who get to be the leaders and who get to hold the space. And who get to represent the kind of consciousness that is going to have it come together in a way uh, that represents the truth of who we are, the mm -hmm. oneness, the love, the connection, you know, yeah. it has to, it has to transform to that. And that will be, it's on our watch. Mm -hmm. uh, I probably won't live to see the end result. And that's why I feel you know, called to pour into the world, mm -hmm. my life and life to pour into whatever I can to support that process, to be a catalyst mm -hmm. for that process. And I'm just one person, mm -hmm. you know, there are people like you, you're doing it. So thank you for being who you are and doing what you're doing. Thank you. Um, thank you, Judith. Thank you, Judith. Well, we're grateful for your mentorship and your guidance and being that catalyst for us that have had an opportunity to, to work with you and be mentored by you. And as then we become that next generation to stand for and be the catalyst for the next. So it, it's that positive ripple effect, right? And as you're talking exactly. about Judith, I was thinking about my daughters, you know, when I found out I was having a second daughter, that's what really hit me, right? And really empowering that next generation of leaders and standing for and just being that positive ripple positive ripple effect down from generation to generation. So yes, thank you, Judith. Yes. My pleasure and my honor. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you. Oh. Listeners, thank you so much for tuning into this special one-year anniversary episode of the Unleashed yes. Podcast with Judith. And if you want to grab her book, connect with her, join her Facebook community, enroll in her amazing program that's in July, we'll have all of the links. Elder in the show school. Yeah. Elder school. Yes. <laughs> and <I'm> we, will, there. <laughs> we will see you all again on our next episode next week. Thank you, everybody. Bye. Ciao for now. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of the Unleashed Unstoppable podcast with your hosts, Alexander Carter and Cal Register. If you enjoyed this episode and you'd like to help support the podcast, please share it with others. Post about it on social media or leave a rating and review and subscribe. That's all for this episode, Wiley Ambitious Leaders. See you next week.